Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm getting sick of that fucking intro. <laughs> I'm just a... <laughs> okay. No, I just I, fl- I flipped the bipolar coin today. All right. Landed tails, so strap in, everyone. Uh, hi, Dan. Buckle the fuck up, Bucky. That's right. This is episode one eighty nine. That's exciting. We're closing into two hundred. Um, I was looking at the reviews today. We haven't been reviewed since January first. Cool. So that's sad. Uh, we got some cool emails. Word. That's different. Um. There's an indie filmmaker that um, definitely found us off like a like a listicle okay. for movie podcasts. Hey, that like, means we're on listicles. We're on. <laughs> I, we pop up all the time because there was this newspaper uh, in Florida that listed us as their like their top three favorite movie podcasts. Yeah. So now when anybody like search searches best movie podcast, hell yeah, we pop up. <laughs> so they just dump us on the exact same like blurb, which is incorrect. <laughs> um. But uh, I know it's it's one of those because they found our contact email and then referred to us as, hey, 5 by 5 I'm like, that's, no, that's the network. Where it even was, that's R.I.P. A- yeah. Rip, rip. Um, looking down on us from heaven. Hallelujah. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, this guy wants to send us a screener of his film. I don't have any time. If you want to watch it, you can watch it and review if you want. Word. But maybe we will, maybe we won't. I used to be excited for that shit. Now I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah. the time. No new Patreon. Give us but... some uh, digital downloads to give us away. Sure. <laughs> I mean, it's an indie film, so I'll just give the screener link to everyone. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Uh, we are not on the charts, but my other podcast that uh, we I don't do anymore with Dan Benjamin, <laughs> back on the charts everywhere because hey. the Picard is what it's called. It's for the Star Trek Picard that season ended, so it's slowly climbing yeah. <laughs> as people are downloading, thinking that these episodes are for the new season, and they're not. Oh, they are not. Nope. <laughs> Dan, what's the number one movie in America? Uh, Doctor Strange 2. <laughs> there it is. That was fun. That's true. I just tapped it like 10 times. This phone's getting old. Uh, 61.8 million. Correct. What's the second movie in America? Sonic 2? Incorrect. Ah. The Bad Guys at 7 million. Then Sonic 2 in third place at 4.7. What's the fourth uh, most popular movie in America, Dan? With an extremely sad opening, well under its predicted. Oh, I don't even remember what came out this week. Firestarter, which is the Stephen King oh, adaptation. Yeah. But it's like this, It's like a reboot. They did yeah. it once before. $3.8 million on its opening. Oof. And then it's like, I don't know, 10th week out. Everything, everything out once with 3.3. So Firestarter, uh, Duke. Yeah. took a duke oof uh let's do some updates on these giveaways because i think when i complained people listened <laughs> so tell you what guys remember to watch the lost city tonight on digital download yeah. the hilarious adventure starring sandra bullock and channing tatum will take you on a thrill ride through the jungle to survive the elements and find an ancient treasure before it's lost forever critics are calling it non-stop fun and yeah, they are <laughs> Feel all the enthusiasm. Uh, bring the adventure home on digital today and go inside the making of the movie with over 50 minutes of extras, including deleted scenes, bloopers, and much, much more bonus content available at participating retailers rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. Uh, so all these are going out. 
Yeah, that's yeah, exciting. Yeah. Wait, I'm a liar. Four, four, four of the five. Uh, Kyle, listener Kyle, who I believe is our newest Patreon supporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, like, Kyle. Um, he's a. Uh, is he? I can't remember if it's. I think he did. I don't know if you didn't give us some money, Kyle. Uh, he <laughs> sent me five little poops, which was nice. <laughs> which I've had a weird GI shit going on, so that feels really. <laughs> yeah. I do like five little poops throughout the day. Some people say, "Eat five small meals." I have five little poops. Um, <laughs> He also says, I didn't enter the physical Blu-rays since I already won them digitally. Not lazy, just not greedy. Oh, Neither greedy right. nor lazy. Yeah. Uh, thanks for all the, your weekly ramblings. That's true, Kyle. That's exactly what we do. Uh, so, uh, and everyone who's, I'm about to say is a winner, please uh, shoot me a DM on Twitter or shoot me a message so I can follow you back. And I'll give you these digital downloads to The Lost City. Uh, Hippie Hater, of course, yep. sent me multiple Shawshank re- uh, re- uh, <laughs> Redemption references. <laughs> Of crawling through shit. <laughs> yep, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Brian sent me a poop. Thanks, Brian. Where? And then uh, Yar- Yaro sent me a poop, but hey. through the evil of Twitter, which is funny. <laughs> yeah. So you know, <laughs> rip, rip. Uh, <laughs> my favorite band and that died. Uh, <laughs> maybe went back. as far as we know. As far as we know, I've I've been waiting for a record for a decade. But I tell you what. Uh, <laughs> to rename I'm, it Chinese Democracy. <laughs> right? Yaro, I'm going to send you this. Um, and I want you to know that this movie was thought of, written, created, <laughs> produced, put out, and is now on digital uh, digital download. All in the time that you... like In like a, a quarter of the time that you've been working on this fucking album. And I want the fucking album. So give me the fucking... I don't care if anybody else has it. Just give me the fucking album. <laughs> Anyway, that's all our winners. Yay, Lost City. Woo! And now we finally have some people to send this stack of jackass Blu-rays sitting on my desk. All right. uh, FPL Gaz, definitely one of our Patreon supporters, says he hates Gone with the Wind. Uh, I'd love to fight him, but I've never fucking watched it. (laughs) Yeah, same. Sure. Sure. Uh, (laughs) Obviously, Hippie Hater rolls over and wins because Mm -hmm. he dumped a girl. Yeah. Gush Gear is someone new that I don't know, but he sent me a whole story of why he hates this movie. Oh, snap. I'm going to read it. Oh, I got to sneeze so bad. And Ah, there it is. (laughs) That's good radio, folks. Um, (laughs) Good thing we got those mute buttons. (laughs) Yep. Erica wrote in and says that just like me, she hates Book of Eli, um, and she prefers the one that's signed by us and lightly used, so that's the one she's going to get. And finally, uh, do you remember Walker? Yeah. Walker yeah. finally finally sent us a tweet. And it looks like he's got a Twitter that has not been used since the beginning of Twitter. Okay. He's got like he's been sitting on that account for, for a hot minute. Years. <laughs> and fi- and only sent me three words, which were the Newton Boys. Uh which is a movie I love to talk about loving. Yeah. Uh despite no one knowing about it. So I'm pretty sure it's a troll. But Walker, if you're listening, hit us up. Um and I'm gonna read these this tweet thread from Gaz. But that's all five of our Blu-rays going out. That's exciting. Thank you guys. Oh, uh honorable mention for Brian just for throwing out single all the way. That is a terrible movie, but mm. but he's not getting a Blu-ray. All right. I'm gonna pull up this tweet thread. <clears throat> Gush Gear on Twitter says at Keith Ruckus, here's my entry for worst movie and hopefully for the Jackass Forever Blu-ray. The film is American Psycho. Now, granted, this is objectively a cult classic film with excellent performances and held in high regard. I'm talking uh, OG version, oh, yeah. not, not the uh, Correct. Gus Van Sant remake. 
However, the semi-traumatic mindfuck of experience I had the first time I saw it in theaters has sullied it in my mind forever. I can't fucking, I fucking can't stand to think about it to this day. <laughs> well, then don't write a fucking article about it, my dude. But here we go. This is the guy who did an entire yeah. show about how much he did ACT. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I, that was important. That was that was me spreading knowledge out. This I don't know if this beats the guy who broke up with the girl, but I'll tell my story anyway. The short version is my first movie date with a girl. Uh, I met and I met in the psych ward a week prior. She was eighteen and I was nineteen. Halfway through the film, she storms out of the theater and I chase after her. She this was roughly around the scene when Patrick Bateman drops the chainsaw down the stairwell and kills the hooker. I chase her past the parking lot and out of the theater into a nearby field where she's crying on her knees. This is in Allentown, Pennsylvania in hey. October. Hey, very close <laughs> to where we grew up. So it's fucking freezing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's not a definite for Allentown in October, by the way. But I'm gonna let that. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, it could be fucking freezing. There were fucking freezing times. I'm just saying it's not yeah, good. Sometimes we, there's temperate October. We grew up in a already warming climate. So. Sure, yeah. <laughs> sure. Maybe <laughs> when, when, when Psycho came out. In that the is theaters. not what global warming means. <laughs> I try to console her and ask her what's wrong. She's obviously been triggered by the scene and was ugly crying, like snot bubbles and all. She proceeds to confess that she had killed some random dude who tried to assault her the previous summer with a wrench and that it was considered self-defense. I was left speechless and proceeded to take her home. Come to find out it was all bullshit. She was bipolar, a pathological liar, and slightly schizophrenic. Okay. Me being a teenager, I somehow minimized and compartmentalized the event in my mind and regained and remained in a relationship with this girl for another year after that before I became uh, before I came to my senses. So yeah, fuck you, Christian Bale. <laughs> wow. Fuck you. Thanks for the most horrific date I've ever been on. <laughs> also, I'm long distance friends with this girl on Facebook to this day. She turned her life around, got on meds, and became an excellent mother. Still fucked me up a little. Uh okay cool that deserves a blu-ray of jackass sure um my takeaway please is if you if you meet a girl in a psych ward yeah don't take her to a movie called psycho oh fuck i didn't even put that together (laughs) that's pretty Uh, funny whose idea was it to see the movie uh my whole thing is like he's talking about this (laughs) i'm guessing in this era it's the uh the gentleman who uh (laughs) comes up with the idea for the date gentleman uh (laughs) I don't like that he's got this story about this like you know crazy awful first date, but then dated her for a year. I don't think you can hey, blame it's, American it's Psycho. Pennsylvania, baby. It's, sure. There's... All right. I'm trying to think of normal girls either of us have dated from, from anywhere yeah, near Allentown, say, Pennsylvania. I don't think uh, any of us could claim to yeah. have. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. To hop, skip, and jump people. away from Manny, okay? It's good. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, that's that's worth a. Please take Roxborough oh, back. back. Um. All right, <laughs> moving on. Let's do some news. Oh wait. Oh no. Wait. Wait. I have a game I wanted to play with you. All right. Ready? All right, Dan. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Top five countries where people listen to this show. Oh man. What's number one? Uh, U.S. And what percentage do you think of listeners we have that are in the United States of America? Oh, fuck. Last time I think I saw mm-hmm. some data on this mm-hmm. was years ago when we had chart information that mm-hmm. maybe was not even that accurate at the mm-hmm. time. But anyway. I don't think um, any of our information There is was like accurate. a good number of countries listed on it. There is. There is. Um, it looks like 35 countries listed here. I'm going to go with... Uh-huh. 
65%. Oh, it's close. It's uh, 70%. Okay, not too far okay. off. What's the second country? Canada. Incorrect. Damn Australia. Incorrect. UK. Correct. There that's right. <laughs> uh, that's about 7.68%. What's the third biggest? Canada? Canada. Yeah. With 3.72%. 3, 3. What's the fourth biggest? Then Australia. Incorrect. Not Ooh. even in the top five. I would uh, not have guessed number four, but it's 2.72% of our listeners, almost 3%. Uh, is it European? Yes. Is it... <laughs> very white or medium white <laughs> incredible alright I'll say this I like what you're saying very white but not translucent white okay so n- nothing northern but not Scandinavian Not. I, I can't even say necessarily northern I will say not Scandinavian but I will say people that love their whiteness so much they believe that oh boy uh Maybe they are the 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 Uber <laughs> the Uber echelon of people for their whiteness. We got we got some German listeners. The Germany, hey. a lot of German listeners. Shout out to y'all. Thank you so much. And let's say the opposite side of the coin from that. <laughs> in number five is uh, Israel. Israel. That's <laughs> hey, right. Yeah, yeah. Hey. I was like, wait, which uh, which kind of opposite are we talking? <laughs> uh, a very very opposite with just uh, historically opposite two and a half percent of our listeners um <laughs> uh shout out to france australia sweden and new zealand uh sweden about to join nato which is cool yeah i like that uh, is it sweden and finland i think yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah apparently norway is like me <laughs> like whatever or, or already in it i don't know I, I, in my I head i i mixed up sweden and switzerland i'm like switzerland's <laughs> not taking any sides <laughs> anyway i thought that was really fun that's some good information i can't if any uh german listeners want to like uh host a trip i'd love to come to oktoberfest oh dude that'd be fun yeah you gotta get a passport though yeah i do all right Producer Jerry Brockheimer reveals that they are currently working on two scripts for Pirates of the Caribbean 6, one of which stars Margot Robbie, which we already knew, mm-hmm. and they'll definitely make the other one. But the, the part of this is that um he said that they are now very shaky on the future of Jack Sparrow. And I saw about 20... 20- Just now? <laughs> well, no, because he was removed. Yeah. They said, no, you're gone. But now because of everything that's coming out during the trial, they're like, okay, now we're thinking about bringing him back. Yeah, um, Is he like, hey, go fuck yourself? Or is uh, he, he like... Is, as previously reported, he's <laughs> yeah. like, y'all turned your back on me. But now he like... So the takeaway that everyone took got, is like... He's got a whole lot of lawyer's fees now, too. Right, <laughs> so. sure. But his like his takeaway was like... Or not his takeaway. Every news outlet's like, they're going to replace him. They're going to recast Jack Sparrow. And obviously, they're not going to do that. No. They're basically going to reopen the door for Johnny Depp because of all the shit that's coming out during the trial. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about the trial. I will say that um, if you didn't think Amber Heard was a good actress before, (laughs) go ahead and confirm that by watching her on the stand. Oh, God. I haven't even. It's so fucking bad. Yeah, I haven't brought myself to watch any of the clips or anything. I watch. I'm obsessed. I have not stopped <laughs> yeah. watching it, and I there I've counted at least three times where she is like on the stand just talking, or members there's a camera looks in it and immediately starts sobbing into it. Um, it's the worst. She is she is a dummy. She's a dummy. I did see um oh one of my maybe headlines or something that I maybe didn't uh, didn't save. Um, I don't know if you have this at all, but she's uh, 
from the trial some information about her role in the next Aquaman. Yeah, so what happened was... coming out. And again, like, now the things that she says, I'm mm. like... Yeah, you can't. <laughs> every grain of salt in existence. <laughs> yeah. She says that they tried to remove her from the movie but couldn't, which I don't believe to be true. And then that they... Yeah. uh they just took away a lot of her scenes. And I'm like, what the fuck do you care? You're still getting your check. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> they, they wanted you out. Remember that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was my, like, <laughs> almost uh, news to light the mood. <laughs> <laughs> she might be no, not, not no. in that fucking movie. The whole thing makes me sad. And I regret saying things like they should both just let it go because mm. he was very wronged. And I'm not yeah. saying he's perfect, but he was definitely wronged. Yeah. Fuck you. Amber Heard. Um, <laughs> Spinal Tap 2 is in development with Michael McKean, Harry Shearer, and Christopher Guest back as the All fake right. rock band, and Rob Reiner is back to direct. Oh, fuck. Uh, All right, I'm for it. With this is the news that the rights for this is Spinal Tap and the newly announced sequel um, are going to be up for sale at Cannes, mm. which is going on right now. Okay. So someone's go- some studio's going to buy it. Uh, makes sense. I wanted to say I don't care, but I do kind of care. I'd watch this. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the perfect property to spoof reboots, right? A hundred percent. Now they're just they're doing a reunion tour. Uh-huh. That's there's your mo- premise, sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, a very long time ago, I talked about them making a live action Wonder Twins movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been canceled by Warner <laughs> Brothers over budgetary <laughs> concern as it was deemed not worth the financial risk. <laughs> According to Wall Street Journal, the presiding factor of the cancellation was the one of the Wonder Twins movie had to do with budget. CEO of Warner Discovery, David uh, Zaslav, 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 there it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. has been reported by insiders to want to do a major overhaul of the DC slate of films. The yeah, latest yeah. move appears to be part uh, of, of that. Zaslav is apparently undoing the previous Warner Brothers programming strategy, mm-hmm. particularly as it sh- as it pertains to original movies for HBO Max. Um, mm. This one was supposed to have a $75 million budget. Uh, it seems a little high for Wonder Twins. Uh, the focus mm-hmm. instead is being placed on increasing WB Discovery's theatrical slate of 20 to 25 films per year. Oh my God. As theatrical films tend to play better uh, on the streamer than those made specifically for it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. For a little while, there was like the, oh, can they, can you make straight to streaming movies that are as quality as theatrical films? And apparently the answer is almost, but not really. Yeah. It's like better than what we used to make fun of as like direct to VHS or direct to DVD. Right. Used to be like schlock that they didn't give a shit about really. That's a good word. Um, So it's it's a, it's better than that, but it's still not quite like you're you're gonna get more eyeballs on your streaming service with theatrical movies. Definitely not an edit right there. Nope. Okay, and we're uh, back. And we're back. <laughs> uh, apropos of that, uh, J.K. Simmons was giving an uh, an interview about how uh, Batgirl will explore the domestic side of Jim Gordon. Okay. Uh, more than. Uh, we've seen in the past from him which is what two seconds in justice league <laughs> yeah it's just this whole interview about how like he had an extra four seconds in the snyder cut right <laughs> yeah. it's, it's all about like how we can you know dive into uh into this character well of course <laughs> yeah of course you were a you cameo in the be last a character one. yeah yeah <laughs> oi <laughs> hardly oh. anywhere to go but more yeah but you know <laughs> that one's made for streaming so yep we'll see how which... that one goes it's another one of those huh. uh, maybe going to theaters first. 
Is really? Yeah. I would. Yeah. There's that. there's talks from uh, from Zaslav as I mean, well. If, if you paid all the money for Michael Keaton, you might as well. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they were they like already shot most of the photography, mm-hmm. but they were um, considering upping the budget for like effects and music and scoring and stuff to uh to have it be the quality to put out in theaters first. That's good. Yeah. Disney announces that Hocus Pocus 2 will, repeat, will premiere on Disney Plus in September of this year, okay. which is, I believe it's still filming. Okay. So I'm like, good for sense. them. If they yeah. can turn it around, I like it. I'm yeah. ready for it. Uh, but Disney uh, has some uh, fun news coming out about everybody hating Bob Chappick. Yeah. So uh, a new report by Puck reveals that executives at the Walt Disney Company are so pessimistic about Chappick's ability <laughs> to run the company that they're hoping he shovels himself a hole inescapably deep, forcing Disney to remove him. I love that quote. Chappick <laughs> is also phasing an uphill battle with profit- profitability at Disney Plus as subscriber numbers continue to grow, but revenue does not. The average revenue per user at Disney Plus is $6.32 compared to Netflix's $14.92. That's a substantial gap, and investors are growing increasingly wary of Chappick's ability to boost revenue. Uh, I mean, obviously everything's going great at Netflix, and it's never going to go bad for them. And I can't <laughs> yep. imagine there's any news that there's any trouble water going on at Netflix. Nope. Uh, because Nothing they're making I'll be talking so, about Dan News. <laughs> so much money. $9 more per person than Disney Plus. Mm. And they Ugh. got fucking Star Wars. Yeah, I just fucking oh, I get my last like bill notification from Netflix. Uh-huh. Like I upgraded to the like 4K, you know, thing. It's sure. like fucking twenty two dollars shit. That's now. ridiculous. That's crazy. That's absurd. So I'm sharing that like a motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. What was I gonna say? Oh, so here's my uh my my tinfoil hat theory oh, about Bob Chapek. Um, is that he was the guy who ran the parks for the longest time. Uh, when there were a bunch of like bad stories about like labor disputes mm-hmm. and not paying the employees well enough and just bad conditions and uh-huh. all kinds of stuff. And I think Bob Iger saw the pandemic going to be worse for Disney than he thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So they decided to have him fail upward as a white man in business to be the guy in charge uh that would inevitably have to take all of the pandemic bullshit and be the guy that they could throw under the bus and get rid of (laughs) was he not (laughs) slated to take over before the pandemic i I remember the story was about him doing it and then bob Iger was just like yep we're doing it now i thought it was bob Iger had to stick around because of the pandemic uh yeah, I don't remember the exact timing of that. That I I don't subscribe to your theory. All right, but it's America. <laughs> you could say any anything you want. It's fine. Like I said, tinfoil. All right. <laughs> uh, but I think he was a guy that they wanted to throw under the bus. Sure. And they needed somebody <laughs> to take over that position. I'm going to Disneyland next week, and I'm so mm-hmm. fucking excited. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because huh. he's not running the parks anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Well, I uh, guess he, he technically he is, runs he's everything. Running everything. <laughs> so if we don't record next Tuesday, it's just uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, that's dead, huh? that's, I'm fine with that. <laughs> if I'm gonna die, I want to die at Star Wars night. Uh, they did Star Wars night May fourth, and they're doing again twenty. It's either twenty seventh or twenty eighth. One of the nights I'm there. Word. Uh, so we get to go after dark and wear our costumes yeah. and like have lightsaber fights and shit in the park. <laughs> uh, I'm watching all like the reels and Instagrams from people that went on the fourth. It looks fucking crazy nuts. Nice. 
but I'm so fucking tired every week. I feel like I'm not even going to enjoy it. I'm just going to go in there and be, uh, you know, meandering and aggressive. <laughs> this is stupid. Um, after a new deal inked between Marvel Genius Brands and Power Entertainment, Stanley's MCU cameos could return of CGI and old footage because now Marvel owns the likeness rights to Stanley. You yeah. couldn't even leave him alone in death. You couldn't even leave him alone in death. Well, we all remember like the stories of like they were like I mean not just him, but like they've been digitally scanning everybody. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. I don't want that though. Um, let him let him rest. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm hoping that means his like family gets a you know dump truck. I'm of money. sure that's what it is, but at the yeah. same time I like the idea more of like having like pictures of him and little stuff that's like the hidden Mickeys but yeah. in the MCUs. Yeah, I'm hoping that's more of, of what's gonna go on is that like they can they can you know they don't have to negotiate for every single movie to have him like on a poster on the wall in the background of a shot. Yeah, I'm good with that. Like that's just it's still imaging rights. You because know? of the last couple Marvel movies, I actually forgot about Stan Lee cameos and I went back and started watching them and I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, Stan Lee's in these. Yep. Um Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy says that the Star Wars franchises are not gonna be trilogies anymore, but instead persistent storytelling. Fucking good. Uh and that <laughs> also at the same time came out uh they've moved director Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy to the back burner. Um oh, is he making too much money making due knives to, out movies. Due to commitments <laughs> with knives out. Yep. Um uh, but I'm sure that's not the real answer. I'm sure they just want to take it another way. Yeah. But good. I mean, would they did they give him like fucking four hundred million dollars yeah. or something stupid? To... But you know what, Rogue One <laughs> Again, still Netflix gonna continue to have money forever. Nothing yeah. bad's gonna happen about that deal. We need more Rogue <laughs> yeah. Ones and less Last Jedi. That's what we need. <laughs> yeah, I know you like it, but fuck that movie. And didn't you? They said uh, something this week about like getting away from the Skywalkers, like the Skywalker saga as well. Good. I don't know. Where it's like, yeah. I don't know. People are losing their shit for Hayden Christensen coming back. Yeah, that's true. Which is my segue into Hayden Christensen describing working with George Lucas and Anakin uh, on Anakin's Tusken Raider Massacre scene in Star Wars Episode 2 Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Oh, is that one of the best scenes in film history? Mm -hmm. They're animals. (laughs) I killed them like animals. And not just the men, but the The women and the children. I don't know why your voice is doing that for that. (laughs) That's more like he's like sexually enjoying it rather than angry. (laughs) Which he might because he kills a lot of children. Um, Quote, we all understood that it was an important scene for this character and for his arc. We were rehearsing it. We tried it a few different ways. I had a conversation with George about the degree of his angst and emotional uh, state and trying to find it. We tried it one way. didn't quite feel like I was connecting with it. George walked over to me and we had a really nice heart-to-heart conversation. I felt that scene was pivotal in my relationship with him as well in terms of how we spoke uh, spoke about the work and the character. We really opened up our dialogue, which continued into episode three. But yeah, that scene was a big one. Uh, He also gave a really good story of finding out he got the part Mm. uh, while he was living with a roommate (laughs) in in Canada and he came out and the roommate knew that he was waiting for that call and he came out with a big smile and the roommate was just bated breath and just looked at Hayden and he just pantomimed igniting a lightsaber. (laughs) Hell yeah. Which is pretty tight. That's awesome. You know what uh, I find incredible about that story? Huh. 
is that anything in Attack of the Clones uh-huh. was done with multiple levels of emotionality <laughs> so that they could pick. Sure, sure. I guess he's the one character you got to do that with. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Um, yeah. Just everybody else's dialogue in that entire movie. Is, I mean, it's very like regal jedi yeah like, i get what they're going for but it's it's, it's kids every movie. character has this has that kind of cadence <laughs> party's over <laughs> um you know he's having his real brendan fraser moment too because like everyone's happy is back and he um yeah he had had this quote and i should have written it down for the show but it was something like i guess you just have to be patient you know, oh, yeah. You know, because he he loved being that character, but he got so much shit. And now yeah. everyone's losing their shit that he's going to get back as Darth Vader. So he's like, just be fucking patient. Yeah. Uh, so now Ewan McGregor was saying something similar in uh, in interviews for Obi Wan as well, where he was just like, like, yeah, it's you know, talking to this next generation who grow up grew up with the prequels as mm-hmm. kids is what made me like come back to Star Wars, right? And he's just like, oh, yeah, no, that's th- these kids are like the-, the way that they remember it is why we did it in the first place. A hundred percent. Kids movie. Gotta remember their kids movies. Yeah. Even when they make really shitty sequel trilogies. Yeah. Like all of the adults who loved the original trilogy is because they saw it when they were kids. Right. If you, <laughs> if you go back and watch Star Wars for the first time as an adult, you're like, wow, this is garbage. <laughs> Actually, the first one, the pacing's real good because he right. had like three other sure. editors, including sure. his ex-wife yeah <laughs> Me, yeah off topic did you watch the she hulk trailer mm. yes boy does that cgi look bad yeah boy I'm, it looks it's bad. really showing the difference in price between movie and a tv, movie and, TV. and I, I bring it up because i started thinking about jar jar when i watched that trailer mm. like this is like very much jar jar style cgi yeah yeah, um, it's like the lighting's not right or something. It's like she not talks quite and everything is like enough. a half second behind. Yeah, she looks very out of place. Anyway, I'm, you're, I'm, you're I'm hoping that they're gonna Sonic the Hedgehog it and we'll be like, oh, we need to spend some more money to get some more artists. To Fuck fix it, this. we'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> like Hulk still looks great. That that right. doesn't help it is because they uh, have look so much. They better. have the assets that they already made for the movies, and they can just like <laughs> bring those assets. I in. actually, my tinfoil hat is misogynist <laughs> animators. Mm. They're putting all the work and also yes pressure and because like can't make Hulk look bad now because he's going to be in future movies. Yep, can make her look shitty as fuck. Yep, uh, mm. a really tight trailer though. Like looks really fun. Yeah. Yeah, when he's like gonna kill her with the saw blades, and he goes, "Yes, yes, yes, <laughs> yes no, no, no!" no. <laughs> she rips the door yeah, off. And that comes was after him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this isn't about TV shows. Shut up, Keith. Um, <laughs> what do you think about that, Christian? Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! He'd been texting me nonstop <laughs> since I talked about American Psycho. He did not like that. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 trailer is coming out soon, uh, with still more than a year to go until the movie's release date. And I don't like talking about, like, coming up to trailers, like, mm. ads for ads, but yeah. I just know we're going to see the big scene. Whatever the big stunt is. Cause oh, yeah. I went back and started thinking about every Mission Impossible trailer, and whatever the big press getting, mm-hmm. so we'll see the space stunt. Oh, yeah. You know. 
Whatever the yeah, big absolutely. thing is, you, they you, just you ruin it. Like a half a second of it, and it'll be like, holy shoot, I can't believe you actually fucking did that. Remember like, that connected to, to the plane stunt, like hanging yep. onto the plane? Like half yep. the trailer was just that. I'm like, okay, well, yep. now I don't need to see it. Yep, or like gonna. free climbing the side of a mountain yeah. or going down the um, Burj Khalifa. Yeah, the yeah the Tower in Dubai. Like, yeah. Guy's fucking nuts. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, I think it's okay. the Burj Khalifa. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Sometimes I get things wrong. I'm like, oh, man, if that's wrong, that might be like a microaggression. <laughs> yeah. No, I believe that's correct. It's a cool-looking building, too. Uh-oh, it's time for Jane News. You know it now. Is it not called the Mia Khalifa? No. No, okay. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a point. Sorry, that's a that's, joke. That's a different... Yeah, that's a different Khalifa. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... Senior executives at Netflix are talking about ways to reshape the company's strategy. Oh, why are they doing that, Dan? <laughs> uh, why would they need to do that? So, couple of reasons. Um, so they're, uh, last quarter they would reported losing about 200,000 subscribers. They're getting your fucking money, though. <laughs> I don't know, maybe not much longer. Yeah. Um, I, I went up and like actually just looked at their stock. It is horrifying. <laughs> Look oh, shit, I hope I don't have any of my raw. <laughs> yeah. uh, it has dropped 74%. Wow. Since October. Oh, shit. Someone's <laughs> going to kill themselves. Yeah. Bummer. Um. So they have uh, so far just announced they're laying off 150 employees, uh, right. mostly U.S. based. Oh, um, which seems seems like a lot. They apparently have um, they have 11,000 employees. That's a lot. Yeah. So 150. So 150. Drop in the bucket, right? Yeah, especially for losing three quarters of the value of your company. Right. In a Unless year. it's like real top <laughs> fucking people. That's not. Yeah. Dumb. Um, so this is, uh, this, uh, uh, just a spokesperson for Netflix, uh, released a statement <laughs> saying, uh-huh. as we explained on earnings, uh, our slowing revenue growth means we are also having to slow our cost growth as a company. Mm-hmm. So sadly, we're letting go around 150 employees today, mostly U.S. based. Uh, these changes are primarily driven by business needs rather than individual performance, which makes them especially tough as none of us want to say goodbye to such great colleagues. We're working hard to support them through this very difficult transition. So it's Get not personal. Fucked. It's just business. It's just good business, Jack. <laughs> yep. I still got to make my bonus. So sorry. You're fired. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, this coming off, I, I guess they didn't get enough people voluntarily quitting previously, uh, because a, a memo was leaked. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, internal memo uh, that seems to have been a response to when maybe not this exact thing happened, thing. but one of them, yeah, it was when all the trans workers and trans yep. allies like walk did a walkout at Netflix. Um, There's apparently a memo that went around internally that said. Uh, not everyone will like or agree with everything on our service. 
While every title is different, we approach them based on the same set of principles. We support the artistic expression of the creators we choose to work with. We program for a diversity of audiences and tastes. <laughs> we let the viewers decide what's appropriate for them versus having Netflix censor specific artists or voices. As employees, we support the principle that Netflix offers a diversity of stories, even if we find some titles counter to our own personal values. Depending on your role, you may need to work on titles you perceive to be harmful. <laughs> If you find it hard to support your our, uh, if you'd find it hard to support our content breadth, Netflix may not be the best place for you. Have you ever thought of going to <laughs> fuck yourself? Can we recommend you go fuck yourself? Yeah. Here's a here's I, I, a quick listicle on how to go fuck yourself. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's corporate jargon, corporate jargon, corporate jargon. Where they lost me a hundred percent was the, depending on your role, you may need to work on titles you perceive to be harmful. Yeah, that's crazy. There's no, hey, I don't morally go with this. Is there another project I can right. work on? It's no, this is your job. We spend billions of dollars on making content every week. Mm-hmm. I might be getting somebody coffee. Can I get somebody else coffee on a different thing? Man, that's tantamount <laughs> to, like, if you think pissing in bottles is not for you, maybe there's another job. Than yeah. Amazon. <laughs> yep. If you got a problem pissing in bottles, mm-hmm. my fuck, dude. Woof. So, yeah, yeah. Ma- making sure that they're doing well in the public. And they eye. canceled BoJack <laughs> Horseman. The pieces of shit. Oh, they did. No, like, a long time ago. Oh, that's a right. while yeah. ago. Well, I guess they're, they're kind of famous for yeah, canceling things shit. that are yeah, absolute fucking bullshit that are beloved. I hate it. Um. So. Because of all of this, right. uh, the senior executives are now trying to figure out how to reshape the uh, company strategy, uh, including introducing subscription tiers with an advertisement-supported tier uh, to attract yeah. new customers. So maybe we, a you know ten-dollar version instead of the twenty-dollar, but you got to watch ads. I mean, we talked about this, but there's like a finite amount of people that are going mm-hmm. to use your service, and that's yep. it. Like that's that's the bottom line. Like because. You know, they are making new people, but they're on their parents' Netflix account. So it's like, once you got everyone, you will no longer see growth. Yep. And also, everything everyone else makes is better. Yeah. It's better. Yeah, and your your model of not worrying about people canceling their subscriptions and just getting new people, which is why they keep canceling all of the good shows that people like. They're like, well, we already got their money. Like, we need new people. Like that a, strategy um, ain't gonna work anymore. On a similar scale, lead more than you're getting. Right. It's like uh, you know, like well, I don't know if you remember this Wells Fargo scandal, mm. where it was like they were so worried about people opening new accounts, not the yeah, amount of money yeah, yeah. coming in. So like yeah, they just put, new accounts, just period. new accounts. So yep. they they were like pressuring people at the the branch <clears> level, pushing and pushing and pushing. So they started just ending people's accounts and reopening them and saying, oh, hey, we have to send you a new debit card. Yep. Oh, by the way, your account information changed, too, and just slipping it under. Yep. under uh, and then, like, it was just this nonstop of them canceling. And, like, they weren't yeah. smart about they're it. just getting paid to basically just do paperwork. Right. Like, they're not even opening. But this fucks over people yeah. that aren't paying attention, and it can mm-hmm. overdraw some people's accounts. Or, like, yeah, I don't it know. fucks up all your, like, monthly payments and if your you auto-pay subscriptions. And, like, yeah. If you are, let's say, 
lower on the socioeconomic scale in this country or mm-hmm. a person of color and you are perceived as writing a bad check on purpose, mm. you will go to jail for fraud. Yep. If you are a, uh, a lighter skinned person mm-hmm. uh, who is well. Um, yeah. Oh, there was just there was a problem uh, with my bank. Right. Yeah. Or like, even on the top level of executive, if you do actual fraud, you'll be mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, but if yeah. you are, you know, yep. in any way the underdog here, you're yeah. getting fuck fucked. Yep. So, but anyway, that's to say, like, they were worried about the wrong thing. They were worried about these yeah. open new accounts. Instead of, again, just keep the ones you have. You're right. Just do good work. Gr- yep. the, the expand or die mentality is never right when you cut corners doing it. Yeah. Yeah. We put out 90% garbage and 10% good stuff. But uh, because we make so much crap, we're going to make you pay more money each right. month until we cost twice as much as everybody else. Also because of that, Wells Fargo had to give me $7,000, which is fun. Ooh. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. I did like my $7,000. damn. Uh, um, like the most yeah. I ever got in a class action was like, it was actually like not that. <laughs> it was, um, it was as penance. They had to put a massive amount of money in a first time home buyers program. Oh, uh, okay. And it didn't necessarily even had to be Wells Fargo's customers. It Word. had to be, Helping areas that are on the lower socioeconomic scale. All right. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, what else you got? Um, so as part of Netflix is trying to <laughs> trying to do new things, uh, right. they're in talks with uh, theater chains such as AMC in hopes of striking a deal with them for 45-day theatrical releases, mm-hmm. uh, including the likes of Knives Out 2. <laughs> I ride Johnson. If it keeps it all in jobs, right fucking A. I'll pay the 12 bucks. Yep. Um, which uh, most theaters uh, are like, eh, 45 days, not great. We want at least two months. So right. those uh, negotiations are still ongoing. Take the 45 days. Who gives a shit? Take it. Yeah. I think that's kind of Netflix's view. But I think the theaters are also looking at Netflix's stock and going, mm, I think I think we got legs to stand on in this negotiation. <laughs> because think- of my job, I'm never going to say a very unkind word about uh, any electric mm-hmm. car companies, uh-huh. but their stock is fucking tanking. Yep. Uh, so Oof. they had to come up with a fake reason to not buy Twitter because because <laughs> that's not happening now. And they said it's because they very were very non-specific. By yeah, the way, yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. Uh, but uh, uh, the the head uh, electric car guy. Uh, mm-hmm said, oh, we didn't know how many fake Twitter user accounts there were, and now that we know that there's so many fake user accounts, mm. it's not a viable company, and we're not going to buy it. Mm. And this probably has to do with like him leveraging the stock of the electric car company mm. versus the buying Twitter. And because he was buying Twitter, yep. the stock went down so much. Mm-hmm. So he has lost more money than I would ever make in 30 lifetimes. Oh, yeah. Maybe probably that's probably a conservative estimate. Probably three hundred lifetimes. Yeah, yeah. I still think I'm gonna win the lottery one day. What else you got? <laughs> so does everybody who plays it? Yeah. Um, Idiot tax, and I pay it. <laughs> yeah. And then I've got uh, an interesting quote from uh, Joe Russo, one okay. of the uh, directors of uh, the what second and third biggest movies of all time. Uh huh. Um. Uh, he was talking anytime he gets interviewed, they always ask him about Marvel stuff, uh, which is fine by me. Cause we keep learning new things. Sure. Um, and one of the things that somebody had asked him about recently was when Marvel steps in, mm-hmm. 
Because there's always rumors of, like, directors getting sidelined and, you know, stuff going on behind Creative the scenes. Creative differences, yeah. Exactly, that kind of stuff. Um, and here was his, uh, his quote. He says, uh, where I've seen issues is when a director's cut gets delivered and it's not what they were expecting or it's not working. Hmm. Then Marvel turns it on and they come in and start to work with the filmmaker in a much heavier way to develop fixes for the movies and then go into extensive reshoots. Um, then when they... Uh, when you go off and you make the movie, they're very hands-off. Hmm. It's your bed to make in a lot of ways. Oh. Uh, and Marvel really sort of, uh, where those famous stories come about from people getting put on the sidelines or them coming in and post, it's really about how you deliver your director's cut. The director gets a cut, then a producer comes in, and a producer comes part of the process with you. I want to know how many times there was a director's cut, and they're like, oh, yeah, great. Yeah. That's awesome. Fucking A. Yeah. Good job, guys. Yeah. I'm guessing there would be a Favreau involved. <laughs> yeah, Favreau or a Kugler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's tight. Good for them, man. Josh Trank could have used that mentality, huh? Yeah. Bummer. <laughs> All right. Is that it? Uh, that's Dan News. All right. I found nothing in the world this week that we didn't need. So that's good. So we're going to lighten some moods. Oh. It's time to lighten the mood before we go. Paul Verhoeven mm-hmm. has said he considered a love affair subplot between RoboCop and Officer Lewis and the amazing movie RoboCop. I'd buy that for a dollar. I mean, if Verhoeven can figure out how to get sure. more tits in the movies, he's going to do it. That's kind of what I'm going to I often think about how sexless RoboCop is, despite you know the almost assault happening. Uh, or it's the assault, but not rape. Um mm-hmm. But he ended up changing his mind for a very specific reason. Yeah. Can you guess the reason why there is no uh, romance subplot in RoboCop? Because uh, he doesn't have a dick? Because he doesn't <laughs> have a dick. Yes. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, I have something for this. I should have had this ready. Oh, that's the wrong button. There it is. There we go. Oh, that's good radio. I had a second. Because he doesn't have a fucking dick. Because <laughs> he's got nothing to do. So the quote was, I originally thought Nancy Allen, who was playing Robocop's partner, and should have a secret affair with him, which was very Dutch of me. Ed wrote a new draft, but it didn't work. It felt so un-American. Uh, plus, if you look at Robocop's costume, there's not much there in terms of genitals anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got a gun that comes out of his thigh. Like sure. You could, you could have a thing slide yeah. open and boing. <laughs> like, you could what? Uh, <laughs> but like... <laughs> All right, well, let's think about this. Like, you're designing him, and it, like, you have to be the person at the table, be like, oh, can we give him a dick? And no, no scientist is, can we give him a dick? Because they're just not. They're gonna, they're talking about how to make him cost effective. Yeah. The dick, this is not, you know, uh, uh, Rick and Morty where they're going to give him the laser exactly gun. That's what I was thinking. Because he's taking gun the out of the thigh. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a different type of gun. Uh, but I'm like, any chance Verhoeven gets to put some weird sex shit in a movie, he's going to try at least. So yep. God, God bless you, Paul. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much to everyone who will listen to this episode. And for all you winners out there, please, hey. if, if I contacted you or if I said your name is a winners winner, digital and physical thing, that's right. Hit me up. Uh, give me your addresses or, you know, email addresses and I'll send you links and I'll send you all this stuff. Uh, thanks for playing. Um, we will have more. I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We will pr- probably have something next week, but but we're gonna we're gonna wait for for a confirmation on that. Cool. Um, 
I don't know what it's going to be. I know it involves some sort of rodent that moves very quickly. Uh-huh. <laughs> not, not that one, but sure. Okay. Uh, a different type of rodent that moves quickly. Uh, right. Maybe a, uh, a mammal that has more than one tail. Oh. Uh, but, so, so not not speedy, you would say. Well, no. speedy in a different yeah. different sense. Yeah, I mean he's very fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, not, anyway. not of the Gonzalez family. Is what of I'm course. saying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, Dan, for being here. Uh, shoot us any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at five by five film at gmail dot com. Uh, you know, go ahead and send us your screeners for your indie films. I'll try to see if I can get Dan to to watch them. I've been uh, working a lot lately. Yeah, no guarantees. <laughs> they should have sent us this during the pandemic when we had you know, just right. thumbs up asses. Yeah. Find us on Facebook with all the red hot memes at Five by Five at the Movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, and the entire team at Fireside. We'll see you next week with another Five by Five at the Movies. Roll, Roll credits. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh-huh.